In this devotional, I'm going to share with you three thoughts from Jeremiah 25, verses 30 through 33, where I'll answer the question, why does the Lord judge the nations? Jeremiah 25, verses 30 through 33 says, You therefore shall prophesy against them all these words and say to them, The Lord will roar from on high, and from his holy habitation utter his voice. He will roar mightily against his fold and shout like those who tread grapes against all the inhabitants of the earth. The clamor will resound to the ends of the earth, for the Lord has an indictment against the nations. He is entering into judgment with all flesh, and the wicked he will put to the sword, declares the Lord. Thus says the Lord of hosts, Behold, disaster is going forth from nation to nation, and a great tempest is stirring from the farthest parts of the earth. And those pierced by the Lord on that day shall extend from one end of the earth to the other. They shall not be lamented or gathered or buried. They shall be dung on the surface of the ground. Well, here's another one of those encouraging Bible verses that you see printed up on everybody's wall that the people that the Lord kills will not be buried. They will not be gathered. They're going to be like dung on the ground. Boy, wouldn't that look nice put on a pretty little piece of wood in your office? Wouldn't that be just wonderful? Well, we, we look at this and we think, oh my goodness, how is the Lord going to judge all the nations? Why is he going to kill all of these people. It just doesn't seem right to us. Isn't he supposed to be a loving, merciful, kind God? But there's no way to really understand God's loving, merciful nature without understanding his holiness and his absolute refusal to allow sin to go unpunished. Because of that, we recognize that the Lord is ultimately going to judge all the nations. He has done so in the past. He will do so again in the future. So here are three thoughts from Jeremiah 25, verses 30 through 33, answering the question, why does the Lord judge the nations? Thought number one, they reject him. The reason why the Lord judges the nations is because they reject him. We learn from the first chapter in Romans that everyone has within themselves sufficient knowledge of God to worship him. And yet, what do we all do, both as individuals and on a national scale? We reject the Lord. We reject the Lord. We don't believe him. We don't follow his statutes. We do whatever it is that we want to do without any consideration for how he created us or what he made us for. This rejection is one of the reasons why the Lord judges the nations. He does so to demonstrate that we, even in our collective capacity to gather together and accomplish great things, are not sufficiently devout to God to warrant him saving us. This is what happens in Jeremiah. In Jeremiah, the Lord condemns all the nations, including Judah. So all of the nations, including the people of God, they are all falling under the Lord's judgment. There is no nation that will survive. This gets played out over the course of generations. It's not until we see the Greeks come through and destroy the Egyptians and the Medo-Persian Empire. But we do see it all happen, and even then, the Greeks are lost to history. All of these nations reject God, and this is why he judges them. Thought number two, they serve false gods. 
So everybody serves something. Whether you want to believe it or not, everybody serves something. All of us, because we are created to worship, will worship something no matter what. And here's what the nations have worshipped. They have worshipped false gods. They have worshipped other than the creator. We have worshipped collectively the created thing. And because we have worshipped the created thing, we fall under the judgment of God. Now, this gets played out, like we said, in history through nation rising against nation and destroying them. It gets played out cumulatively in the ultimate destruction of the world, in the consummation. When Christ returns, all the earth is destroyed and then made anew for the people of God. This is why it's so vital for us to make sure we serve God and God alone and not false gods. Thought number three, they attack his people. The Lord judges the nations because they continually attack his people. And yes, Judah itself is under the condemnation of the Lord, but they attacked the Lord's people. They attacked themselves by prompting one another to go after false gods, by prompting one another to refrain or neglect God's law. You see, the people of God are always under attack by the people of the world. And because of this, those nations that muster their forces against the people of God ultimately fall under God's righteous judgment. It has happened before. It will happen again. These three thoughts come to you from the assigned reading of Jeremiah chapters 22 through 26. If you'd like to read through the Bible with me, you can do so by subscribing to this channel, by clicking on the link in the description, or by joining the Facebook group Through the Bible, where we are reading the text of Scripture together.